hello again, and you're with me on uh, our podcast, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. And uh, I just want to say something to you here. I've got some construction going on uh, outside my house, and uh, there are some noises. I'm trying to filter some of them out, but if you hear some noise, it might be this piece of equipment that they're they use it, they raise it up um, next to a bridge and they're doing some work on a bridge, so you may hear that. Well, with that said, uh, I am going to move on into a lesson 46. And again, I didn't change our lesson number. Uh, and as we speak here, I am going to change it right now. It only takes a second here. And I don't know why I don't do this. Okay, lesson 46, that's what we're on. Okay, it's done. Just that quick. Alrighty, there I am. Well, our lesson today, uh, if uh, you don't remember what we talked about last time, we were talking about uh, warfare, and uh, I had mentioned... Uh, you know, a battle that was fought in World War II. And uh, I also mentioned about locking and loading uh, our weapons. And today our our topic is going to be uh, you can't resist uh, immor- immorality without an empty, with an empty weapon. So you got to load your weapon. You got to have the ammunition or you can't fight in the battle that we're in. Okay, in Proverbs 7, uh, Solomon unmasked immorality's uh, deception to help us stand against it. We have to know our enemy uh, before we can fight him or stand against him. Uh, But we won't be ready to uh, skirmish unless we first lock and load. You can't win a battle with an empty weapon. Well, In uh, Proverbs 7, we're going to read the first five verses. It says, My son, keep your words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Uh, Keep my uh, teachings as the apple of your eye and bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Uh, Say to wisdom, You are my sister. And call insight your intimate friend to keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress, and from her smooth uh, words. And that was in the English Standard Version. Okay. Uh, observe the key words. And there are some key words in this verse. Uh, that There are three of them. Keep my and words. They're repeated. Uh, the word keep is repeated four times. Uh, the first uh, 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 repetition of, of, the, of all are parallel to one another. Uh, keep my words, keep my commandments, keep my teaching. And then we have treasure up my commandments, which is keeping the word and treasuring it. Uh, it's all sandwiched in between that treasure up my commandment and that sandwich right in, in the middle and fits the idea well. We should get the idea 
that keeping the commandments is not the same thing as obeying the commandments. Uh, what we usually mean by keeping a commandment, it has more to do with treasuring, storing, valuing, or guarding it. Uh, I hope you see the difference in that. Uh, in that, well, one uh, the one who keeps the commandment is the one who hungers uh, savagely every, uh, savors every word and feeds off any uh, treat uh, of uh, delusion, threat of delusion, uh, forgetfulness, or spin. You know, notice how the twist of verse 5, uh, the compulsion hoarding of wisdom and keeping it close will keep you from the forbidden woman, that is, uh, from uh, immorality. You know, that's the figure of a forbidden woman is uh, a figure of our immorality. When you keep uh, or protect wisdom, wisdom keeps and protects you. You get that? If you uh, protect wisdom, wisdom will protect you. Thus, the opportunity should come as no surprise. The one caught by immorality is the one who has failed to guard wisdom, the one who lacks sense. And that's found in verse 7. Well, the next word, my. Uh, observe next how Solomon likewise plays with the word my. You know, uh, a pronoun of possession. That's what it is. Uh, there's a reason. Uh, Possession is nine-tenths of the law. We've heard that expression. And then we have my son. We add son into it. You, the audience, are the possessor of the one speaking to you. My words, my commandments, my commandments, my teachings. Uh, you see, the words of wisdom are precious possessions you know, but feel freely available to you. Wow. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. Keep the words of wisdom. We'll teach you a thing or two about possession. You learn intimacy from one who was intimate with you. So it, it all boils down to having the possession of wisdom and really treasuring it, and it's something very valuable to you. And if you do that, you'll be able to overcome. You'll be locking and loading your weapon. Well, let's look at words. Words is a, a found in the Bible many, many times, and it's found in this portion of Scripture here. Words, bracketed. Uh, this stanza, the one who keeps Solomon's words uh, verse 1, is kept from immorality's smooth words, okay? There's, there are different kinds of words. For this reason, I write, for this reason, we speak truth to one another. This battle will always be one of words. Which words will rule your heart?
whose promise will you treasure deep within you? That's your choice. And like we said many times, life is full of choices. Okay, observe the structure now. Now that we've noticed how the keywords are used, we can fit the pieces together. The stanza is structure as a chrism. And you know what a chrism is? I played with one when I was a kid. A pretty common literal device in ancient literature. They use it in ancient literature. Uh, uh, where the uh, second half of the mirror image of the first half and the point is often drawn attention to the center. You know, it's one of those things that you hold up to your eye and you look into it and it's, as you turn it, it changes shapes and colors and everything and it, it mirrors itself. There is mirrors in a chrism. And uh, I played with one when I was a kid. I was just amazed how it worked. You know, kids are fascinated by things like that. Well, let's look at the ABCs. We look at the ABCs and the BACs. We look at them in, in, in the center point. And I'm saying you go inward and then you go outward. So A, keep my words, verse 1. Live, uh, or life gives uh, giving uh, commandments before the apple of your eye, verse 2. Make sure these words fill your heart and are bound on your fingers, uh, verse 3. So you got verses 1, 2, and 3, A, B, C. And then going outward from the center, you have uh, intimate insight, wisdom, becomes your sister, verse 4. And then be kept from immorality, smooth words, verse 5. And then as we move out of the, the, the Proverbs, we move right back into C. And we see what C was. Make sure these words fill your heart and are bound on your fingers. You know, so it's kind of like the uh, prism. It's It goes in and it goes out. And the center part is to make sure your words fill my heart or fill your heart and are bound on your fingers. That's That's the key point. That's how we win the battle. Well, the main idea is like an arrow, that uh, uh, passage structured point right in verse 3. That's an arrow that points right to that verse. Something must be written on the tables of your heart. The words must be, uh, will ste uh, steep out of your fingers and your everyday choices. Solomon already, you know, covered this ground in his formula for change in Proverbs 4, verses 20 and 27. Wisdom must come to the ear through the heart and out the fingertips. We went through that a while back. Now he gets specific and applies his formula to the realm of sexual temptation. You know, if you're... Uh, if you tried uh, or tired of uh, uh, capulation and want to get into the ring with your sexual uh, sin, your training begins now. You, you do it beforehand. You must hear the words of wisdom. 
You need to get them inside, and you need to keep them there. Guard the commandments. Memorize the word. Serve the Lord. Your fight doesn't begin when you're looking at a CD uh, website. Your resistance begins long before. We need to uh, train ourselves. You know, a soldier does not go into battle unless he uh, does all the training first. He has to be in top shape before he goes and fights. And that's what we need. We need to prepare ourselves before it, before the action ever starts. Okay, your uh, your battle is coming. And your cartridge is empty. You need to fill it with rounds of ammo. Check the safety. Clean the barrel. Let's stock, lock, and load. Uh, but know this, soldier. You're still lose this battle if your hope lies in your ability to pack your own ammo. That's all you get from this post. You're doomed. You know, if you think that it's all of you and you filled your ammunition, you got it and everything, and you're going to win the battle, you're still doomed. What you need is a companion, an intimate friend, a sibling, verse 4. You know, it says the Lord is the commander. He's our commander, and we have to have our commander by our side. Your hope is in the wisdom which came down from heaven to be your friend. That man of wisdom who called you mine long before you considered him yours. The word, W-O-R-D, in John 1.1. 1, 1. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Whose Father keeps you from stumbling and presents you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. And we find that in Jude 1, verses 24 and 25. When he unzips you and sets aside immorality, you uh, won't ever stand a chance. It's no longer a fair fight. You know, that's where we win the battle. Do you have Jesus Christ in your life, in your heart? Do you treasure his words and treasure him in your heart? And you'll flee from any of these immorality acts, these immoral acts. You know, it's all in the Lord. That's where our battle is won. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And I'm going to end my podcast here, as I always do. And just remember, God is out here. You can find him in the Bible. And remember, Christ is the living word. Everything that's in the Bible, that was his life. Well, with that said, I'm going to leave you. Have a great day. Lord bless. Bye for now.